You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey, guys. Welcome to This Week in Buns. No interview this week, just uh, our faithful hosts doing uh, This Week in Buns segment, but I just wanted to reach out to you all and um, see if I could ask for some help. A friend of mine, Dominic, has gone missing. You might have heard about it on the news or seen about seen it on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or some other places. If you could just share those posts when you see them. Uh, if you don't or haven't seen them, go to the Buns Helping Zone or uh, there's a uh, group set up. His name is Dominic. Car- I don't even know how to pronounce the last name. I'm just going to spell it. K-A-R-D-A-S-I-E-W-I-C-Z. Uh, any help would be appreciated. Um, he was last seen Friday the 25th uh, around 11.30 p.m. at Lansdowne and Bloor. Uh, yeah, so if you guys could just help out, I know that's kind of heavy for the podcast, but uh, I really just need to get the word out there. He's a friend of mine, and we wanna we wanna find him. Anyway, time for this week in buns. Hey, welcome to the Buns Podcast. Before we get going, just a quick reminder: we do use adult language, so if you have little kids nearby, uh, maybe listen to this one a little bit later. Yeah, or just bleep it yourself. Yeah, you can actually bleep it yourself. <laughs> Leave the hard work to yourself. Yeah. We'll do none of that for you. Nah, not um, that. Today's podcast, hide your bike, lock your bike, and hide your bike because they're raping everybody out here. Um, we got the joys of making homemade whipped cream. And of course, we whole bring, lot of joy we, in that. We whole lot of joy. We bring back our favorite segment, Dad Zone. This is ISO the Bunt Podcast. I am Oren, and I am here with a special guest. He is a funny man. He is an artiste, and he also happens to be my younger brother. Oddly enough, uh, please state your name for the record. Gracias, gracias. It's uh, Omar. I am his brother. Okay, yeah, we have, all that is factual. All right, you have yeah. said gracias. Uh, do you plan yeah. on speaking Spanish for the rest? No, of the I podcast? speak literally none. Okay, none. You sh- you not have, at all. You I feel like it makes me sound cultured. Okay, so. you shouldn't have led with that. Got you. Got you. Let's start over the very f- with the first story of the day because we love pets, and if you have listened to this podcast before. Know that on the Buzz Podcast, we try and find the best trades, the best things that are going on in all of the Bun Zone. So that means Bunch Trading Zone, obviously, our biggest zone, but also Bun's Home Zone. Maybe we're going to Bun's Helping Zone, Bun's Pet Zone, Bud's Training Zone. That's for the 420 lovers out here. We have a lot of zones here, and we're just trying to bring you the best of the best of that zone, of those zones. So we start off with a, um, a really cute cat tail. Um, Comes from comes to us from Coleman. She says, if this is inappropriate, please delete. No, this is not inappropriate. Please tell us more about your cat. She says, our family is looking for a home for our cat due to some family members developing allergies to said feline. He's a good cat, great personality, doesn't go outside, fully vaccinated to get you a case, some food. They're really trying to make sure that this transition is the best. And something you don't know about buns a lot, but Omar, you are an avid buns listener, yeah? Yeah, of course. Okay. Every, okay, every second of the day. Okay, sound like a lie. Yeah. Shouldn't have lied to my face like that. Um... <laughs> 
So they're looking for a friendly home, but they're doing really all they can to make sure this cat gets a lovely home. Uh, fun fact. I'm not sure if you know this, Omar. I have an allergy to cats. Do you? I, yeah. did, I did, absolutely did not. That sounds like a lie. It sounds like a lie, but it's true. Okay. Um, I own a cat, which you know. I'm a cat stepfather to yeah. a little beautiful cat named Nickel. Hey, Nickel, okay. say hi. That's, that's the closest. That's like the second closest relationship you can have to a cat. <laughs> it's to be its stepdad. <laughs> so that's what I have to this cat. And, uh, and I have allergies, so I totally get what's happening here. Um, so I really hope this cat gets re- uh, it's re- relocated. It looks adorable. It's a beautiful. And we wouldn't lie about that. Guys. We it's absolutely like, wouldn't lie. You know, if you can see what we're seeing, you. Everyone read. says their cat is cute. This one is legit, guys. <laughs> Those other people lie about their cats. We're gonna move on to what's now being known as bike stealing season. There's been no more popular vote on buns, <laughs> buns post. I mean, on buns over the past like week and a bit. Like there are just a lot of bikes being stolen. But Ashley puts up a good post. I said, I think it's good. She says, hey. It's bike stealing season. People out here trying to take things that aren't theirs. And uh, have at least two locks on your bike. Um, the best way is to is to have two of these bikes. And also make sure you register your serial number with the police, which I didn't know you could do. I think you should just put your name on it. Just write it. <laughs> just, that, that's a huge deterrent. Just yeah. put your name on it in a big black Unless marker. your name is Rally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It works out. No, that just works out. Uh, my middle name is Supercycle, so I put that on there. Right. Um, yeah, it is kind of shitty because people spend a lot of money on bikes. So the hope is you, you kind of want a good insurance policy on that. But, man, we live in a place where bikes get stolen all of the time. Time. Right, so we should really stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, you said we like we're the ones stealing it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not changing my answer. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, something I think everyone does when summer hits, even before summer, you want to get into your summer bod. Maybe it's just after Christmas, and you're like, you know what, I need, I need a new body. <laughs> um, if if that's what you're I've thinking, always said that. I've always said that. Sometimes you might, or sometimes you just want a cool appliance that you maybe bought off an infomercial. Um, we have two posts this week, actually a lot more than two, but two we're going to focus on today, which one is a juicer and one is a, uh, I guess, a dessert maker. And the reason we're clumping these two things together is because when you have two appliances like this, you use them one time and then you forget it. You think you're going to have this lively revolution of your life and drink juice. Have a, I'm, not, I'm going on a juice cleanse um, and then I'm going on a yogurt cleanse. Like People go on these fad diets, wherever it might be, and just never use these things again. But I think they can be repurposed. Like, lots of people are big on juice now. Also, if you want to make just like a yogurt, just mix the two. (laughs) You know what? That's something to think of. Contact both of these people, (laughs) make appropriate (laughs) trades, and then uh, get juice and yogurt together. But the other one, the yogurt maker looks just really dope. It looks like something I'd break out at a dinner party. You can make your own like Hagen, is it Hagen Dazs? No, Yogan Fruit. Yeah, and you can charge like a million dollars to put like a topping on it. Yeah. Like just, Ooh, I like this. Charge your friends money right? at just a dinner party. Get some stale peanuts out of your cupboard or something. Well, Crush well, them and then you charge you charge by like <laughs> the pound. Yeah, so, I mean, you're a Menchie's lover, yeah? Yeah. Yo, Menchie's I fuck with Menchie's. the greatest. Uh, what's your favorite topping? Do you go more savory? Do you go more sweet? Do you go for like the chocolate and the butterscotch? I, 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 like, and the I, like, I like to mix it up, you know, but definitely got to get those, what is Marciano cherry? I don't even know how to pronounce that. Yeah. The yeah. cherry that goes Ma- on top? Maraschino yeah, cherries, close. but yeah. Definitely close enough. <laughs> Moschino cherries. Those, <laughs> it's a really high in fashion Mochino brand. cherries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think I go for more of like those like bubble balls, whatever it is. Those balls oh, that those are, mouth. Those, those oh. are just a surprise waiting to happen. Yeah, they're so good. It's like, it's like yeah. the... It's like the best version of a cherry tomato. <laughs> you know, yeah. cherry, you bite into them like, oh, 
these don't really taste that good, but they're good for my health, and I know that. Yeah, and you just like the explosion of the cherry tomato more than anything. Exactly. But they're, they're not a good tomato. <laughs> no, we, can, we can all agree on that. They are a second-rate tomato. tomato. <laughs> after after <laughs> ripening on the vine tomatoes and then hothouse tomatoes, I believe that cherry tomatoes fall below that. Yeah, and you can be like, oh, I made these myself. No one cares. <laughs> I don't care if you grew them in your garden organically. They suck. And anyone's going to come bring talks about... Uh, fried green tomatoes can go to hell. <laughs> no one has ever eaten those. You know what? Someone's going to confront us and just be like, I love cherry oh, tomatoes. How dare you? <laughs> um, although tomatillos are pretty good. Those are those little green ones that uh, the Spanish use for making delicious sauce. I never had them, but I believe in the Spanish. So oh, yes, clearly I, I opened up with that's, that. That's all you got to do. Um, our following post comes to us from Clay Davis. She's like, hey, ISO, a pressure washer. Wait, her, name, her name is Clay? Her uh, her name on Facebook is Clay. Her name could be whatever. That's a solid name. That's a really good no name. No pun intended. I'm getting because it's Clay. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you got that. Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> uh, you already you already fired up that one, didn't you? Oh, uh, I did. I did. Yeah. I'm I, killing it over here. All right, see. see? Wow, wow. Uh, That's awful. Who would doubt we're brothers? Yeah. Kiln jokes are coming up on this <laughs> podcast. Kiln. <laughs> let me re- let me repeat that for you. Anyway, she's looking for a pressure washer to borrow. She goes, hey, um. She just wants to write bad words on her deck <laughs> as she power washes it with a, with a power washer. And um, the comments are pure gold because um, somebody chimes in and says, hey, how long do you need it for? And pressure preference, which I didn't know was a thing, but obviously it's a pressure preference of what you need. It's awfully considerate of them. Yeah. Um, Clay's like, hey, only a couple days, uh, enough pressure to clean the wood. Someone else chimes in and says, 60 PSI of pure NAS. <laughs> <laughs> To which Clay says, what is this water pressure lingo? To which the person who said the 60 PSI pure nods is like, I, I just took that from a Fast and Furious reference. Sorry for being annoying. That sounds like that sounds like it would put a hole in her deck. It's so intense. Oh, it's so fun. Um, <laughs> 60 PSI. But it's so good because further on in the comments, the person who initially said, hey, what kind of pressure do you need? Um, After that, you're just like a supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like a, that's a weapon. Yeah, but but the, the another person chimed in and said, hey, like, Listen, I got a pressure washer for you. Uh, when do you need it? She's like, hey, I'm over here. I need to buy it tomorrow. It's like, yeah, I can drop it off for you just to borrow. That's so very, it's just like, it's, very, it's very amazing. Kind. It's like yeah. the love of buns. Ugh, it's so beautiful. I need this one thing. Hey, have it. You know what? I'll even drop it off because I'm not cool. Hey, keep me in amazing buns. Keep keeping it real. Yep, yep. Um, I said off the top, uh, the joys of making whipped cream. Changing gears here. Um, cool whip. Whip cream. Whip cream. Benny Chang says, first of all, great name, Benny Chang. Um, hello, I've recently discovered the joys of making whipped cream. Does anyone have one of these lying around? And he's talking about like a whipped cream canister. Have you ever seen one of these? The, the, no. the professional chefs have them. You put a ton of whipping cream in it, icing sugar, and then you shake it up and then you spray it. But you need an NO2 canister in it for it to actually work and function. So it's kind of like those those pens that you get where like you put your own ink in it. This one you put your own like... <laughs> Nas in it. What okay. Is, is okay. So I'm kind. I'm kind of regretting you saying that past <laughs> sentence on air. We're not going to edit it out. You're not going to live with that. How how bad was that analogy? It was pretty bad. It's was just, it? um, yeah. Well, you know what it's better as. Remember when you used to race cars as a kid? You put a little Nas thing in the back and you hit it and it flies off. Yeah. Basically, you need Nas to make whipped cream. Got you. I was right? just thinking more so you can refill it. Right? Yeah. Like, it it's is. Not, it's not a one and done. No. No. These canisters oh. are refillable, but okay. they do go pretty quickly, especially if you're working like a professional environment. Got you. Okay. Um. But what's great about, not great about, maybe it is kind of great. Um, the thing about NO, like NOS um, is that uh, you can get high off of it. It's yeah, also whip, I was going to mention that. Yeah, also known as whippets. Yeah, also known as whippets. 
so once this person's like, hey, I need this canister. Everyone's like, for what? <laughs> it's like, no, I really love making whipped cream. I was like, nice. ah. Nice. So, so all the memes are just people like laughing on gas. <laughs> There's also a meme of that guy who's like, why you, why you always lying? There's that meme. The memes on this. Is that, is that, that's always funny. That's never not been it's, funny. It's always never. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. So everyone's just kind of clowning on him. It's like, uh, we know what you really want these canisters for. Uh, Omar, have you ever done whippets? No, I've heard it's actually the worst of all drugs. Um, it doesn't sound very pleasant. Yeah, I've never done it either. People describe it as like an out-of-body experience that you want to come back from. It's not like a good trip. It's like, yeah. and it doesn't last very long. Be like, whoa, what did I just do? Um, but people, yo, so many people die from that a year. A whole, lot of, a whole lot of effort for a yeah. little bit of high. You know? So uh, the motto of this podcast, do weed instead. No, that's I cannot confirm if buds want me to say, to say that. <laughs> but it uh, doesn't matter because we're moving on to our favorite favorite segment of our show which is known as dad zone uh, i'm a dad and i, and I need stuff um I, I don't do that justice really laura laura yeah. is uh is pretty good at that uh but talk about dad She's zone this, dad this is the part of of the podcast where we talk about um things that dads would trade or if are being traded they would want that's what we're calling our dad zone and um today's feature is a mini fridge yeah, dads, Class, would, dads cl- would love a mini fridge. Classic dad move. Because yeah. you know where it goes? Into the basement, into the den, or into the garage. All and right. it just chills there. It's just for beer. Uses up some obscene amount of electricity here that's not really being used. Uh, that would otherwise be used. And it just sits there chilling his brewskis. Yeah. And what dad doesn't like beer? We just call it like a... a a dad fridge. Yeah, dad fridge. A dad fridge right. is actually a way better way of marketing that because they would totally yeah. buy it. Uh, but that's a dad fridge. And um, she doesn't want much for for it. She just wants a bottle of wine or cheesecake. That's from Allison. That's pretty solid. That's for, a solid for that's a, a dad solid bet. I hope that's hope that uh hope that goes. Um yeah, all the best to you, Allison. And that has been Dad Zone. Ah, I'm a dad and I need stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't, ah, it's so much better when she does it. But we'll get her back on the podcast soon. She will be coming back, I promise. Um how about something, Omar, that I thought you said you might be interested in? Uh, Joe Potts, he made a post that says, a 100-year-old Williams Beethoven upright grand piano. It's well-maintained, and all he wants is a, maybe a gift card to uh, Home Depot or maybe some brewskis. Um, this piano looks well-maintained. Yeah. Looks like it's been cared for with love. The only problem is, you know me, I'm always the ultimate pessimist. The only problem is, how are you going to move this thing? You need to call someone to move this. This actually might cost you a bit. But if you're someone who wants like a hundred-year-old uh, Beethoven upright grand, well, pian- grand piano that's been well-maintained, you need someone to uh, to help you out with it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I don't even play piano. But and, and you want this? Yeah, it says grand in it. Like, why would I, I want a grand piano? But I've always wanted, um, if I was to ever a piano, I want one of those ones that like, those black ones, that like, the proper grand that's, piano. That's the, true. Not, not the uprights. I don't know. What's the opposite of a non-upright grand piano? Is this called a grand piano? I wonder. I guess so. Um, but I want one of those. I want to have like a centerpiece. And as long as you have it, like someone could always just come to your house and break out, and like you know, someone's gonna be amazing at piano. Piano, and then someone's and then someone's like, oh my god, you're a boudoir artist. They come out like lunch and was like, hey, how are ya? And then they lay on the front and sing while you play. Yeah, that's exactly what happens when you buy this piano. Oh, we are promising that. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> um, after going to uh, after going to Japan. Uh, a few years back, and kind of catching Hello Kitty fever, which I 
uh, was recently diagnosed with. I had gotten over my Kuropi fever, um, but now... Which I'm is much more severe. Much more severe. Yeah. Uh, the frog-like symptoms were, were tragic. Uh, but this is... This post comes from Corinne, or Corinne. I'm sorry, Corinne. Corinne, Corinne. Um, she has a Hello Kitty toaster. And not only is it in the shape of Hello Kitty. Yo, when you toast the toast, there's a picture of the Hello Kitty on it. Yo, that's dope. Ooh. Mad dope. Ooh, that's better than Jesus at this point. Yeah. That's so good. This, <laughs> this post caught fire. Lots of likes. Lots of love. Um, I don't have a real use for this because I have a toaster. Um. Even non-Hello Kitty toaster is what you're trying to say. I guess the way I'm going to have to describe it from now on. Hey, you might want toast? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I just have this non-Hello Kitty. God damn it, I hate myself. (laughs) But I'm to Orin. He killed himself. (laughs) Why? Well, Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. Um, We move on to something that I found fascinating and I thought was underrated for a while. Then it became overrated over our lifetimes. And then became underrated again. What could that possibly be? What's that? Well, Anna Elaine says, hey, I got I got an amazing red beanbag chair. Gently used, very good condition. We don't have the space anymore, but it's super comfy. Anyone who loves napping, everyone. Or anyone who likes lounging, everyone. ISO gift cards. Pick up somewhere in Toronto. You're walking that fine hipster douche line with that, but... At this current point, I would love a beanbag. I would I love lie. a beanbag. I, I, I wouldn't lie to you. I just went. To, I just had one at the uh, planetarium. Which who goes to planetariums these days? <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, yeah. Yo, yeah. <laughs> um, all through all through Southeast Asia, there were just tons of these beanbag chairs, and they are the most comfortable to fall asleep on, and also to recover from hangovers. They have like the perfect like. Oh, I want to be in this exact shape that a chair. No material cannot. <laughs> <laughs> the chair will console you. Yeah, exactly. It, my body needs to be in a certain position. That's what beanbag chairs are all about. So, I mean, I don't think I'm wrong about this. I think people definitely love beanbag chairs. So, I wish I can get this. If we had space, I would totally get a beanbag chair. Um, we're going to end this off by asking you a very easy question, Omar. What up, Dope? About a post here. What is the undisputed champion of condiments? Ketchup. Ketchup. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Anyone who thought mustard, how dare you? Personally, I, I'm saying ketchup. Like everyone else loves ketchup, so I understand that. But yeah. I'm, a, I'm a mustard guy myself. Yeah, you've always been that way. Yeah. And you know, I have a massive hate <laughs> for mustard. <laughs> a friend of mine now helps like market mustard, and I'm like, oh, man, you're doing, you're doing Satan's work. I was <laughs> so angry when he got that job. He's like, hey, man, I got a job. I was like, what is it? Hey, I'm marketing for this mustard cup. And it's like, ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> We can't hang out anymore, man. <laughs> Thought you had morals. I hate mustard. You know this. Yeah. I do um, but then, what's the what's the order of of condiments? Like for grand mo- order. For most people, I would say it goes ketchup, mm-hmm. mustard, relish. Relish, and then we yeah. think mayo comes in. I think mayo is maybe above relish. It could be. For, uh, it, it's competitive. It's definitely competitive. Because I mean, relish if you don't have pickles, but I think ultimately. No, I think some people would take relish over pickles. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think okay. I think pickles are lower on the totem pole than relish. Surprising to me because I'll take a good pickle any day. Okay. But um, I'm I, I I disagree. I think pickles are more important than relish. I know we're hovering over semantics here, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's well, the way that order. Apparently, goes. relish has something else in it. Like relish has like a few other things in it to make it actual relish. Sure. I mean, I'm not a relish purist up here. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Can I get your burger, please? <laughs> Looks like there is. Listen, there is a real organization of people. That exist in Vancouver, uh, who go around and check if what you're calling a pint 
on your <laughs> on your menu is actually a legitimate pint. Anything less than what twenty ounces, wherever a real pint is, they go around like these, like some stupid, stupid name, like the official <laughs> committee on pint recognition, something dumb like that, like the dumbest thing of all time. That's and hilarious, but like, who has the, the time? Yeah, to do- the amount of time you have on your fucking hands. <laughs> <to check pints. laughs> do you have a job? <laughs> yes, I'm the official pint counter of Vancouver. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter would love to marry. <laughs> No, what a what a weird thing. So I'm not gonna be out here I mean, grandstand not, okay, for relish. As, as stupid as that is, if I got a job as a plant counter and I could make a career out of that, like clearly these guys are doing okay for themselves. No, no, I think it's like a community <laughs> of people who really love craft beer, but feel like they're getting gypped when someone says pint and it comes out like 14 ounces and not like 20 ounces, which is somewhat understandable, but not understandable enough for you to go out and make a whole group and community around it. Like, oh, that's, that's, that's it's so disgusting. That's <laughs> Anyways, the reason I brought up ketchup. As because number one condiment in the world is because Sabrina came through with the post that says, For your next summer barbecue, I have a 1.5 gallon container of premium Heinz ketchup for trade. It's definitely had a few pumps, but it's still plenty of ketchup waiting for the next hot dog and burger and burger. It's a one of those dispensers you get like at a like at a restaurant, like a fast food restaurant, <laughs> a giant dispenser of ketchup. Well, like my ex used to say, a couple pumps doesn't count. So, <laughs> and with that, and with that, and with that, we will uh, we will leave you. Um, he's been Omar. I've been Oren. This is our Buzz Podcast. Listen every week, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>